In the beginning, we say, beginning we say don't, don't flush the toilet. Flush the toilet. And welcome to another episode of the Crappy Awesome Podcast. It's your host, Kill C. Ray. I'm joined by my excellent co-host, Parker Edison, sitting in with me. Good morning. Um, yeah, man, if you're listening to this on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Spreaker, go over to platformcollection.com right now. You can check out all the cool stuff we got going on, as well as music from the artist that's on the show today and a lot of the past artists that, well, actually all the past artists that have been on, all their music's on the website kind of can't get on this show unless you have that that's got to happen now anyways right it's got to be that yeah. way um oh and yeah that gets me to this too as well i'm gonna well, we'll just kind of throw this out there again just a friendly reminder you can't request to get on this show doesn't work like that this show is just for the people i want to have on Pause. this ain't one of those kind of shows <laughs> <laughs> this ain't one of those kind of shows so, uh, yeah, you can send emails to Eddie. I've seen you guys sending emails to Eddie. But I would start with submitting music at Platform Collection first. Start there. You never know. You might end up on the show. Like the guest today, she's back on. She's been on a few times. She's a member of the East of the River Collective. And her name is Zay. Hey, what's up? Zay. What's up? Dude, thank you for being back on the show, man. Of course. Thank you for having me. Because there yeah, was you another were up, time upstairs that, in Long Beach. Right? There was another time that we did it with EOTR right before paid dues. That's right. But uh, that wasn't like a solo 
Uh, no, you a- you haven't been on to talk about your feelings <laughs> for a long time. Yes, probably since like 2016. Wow. Three whole years. But you, there's, there's been a lot. Oh, yeah. There's been a whole lot. Like, honestly, like, I really didn't think about it until you asked me that right now. I'm like thinking like about how much all has changed? the stuff that's happened. Like, you were just a little baby Zay back I then. was. I was baby Zay Zay. Yeah. <laughs> and now you're this seasoned performer, world traveler. No, I'm Alize. You're Alize. <laughs> <laughs> She's all grown up Zay. There you go, though. She's grown Zay. <laughs> but, um, yeah, man, I kind of want to just jump in and kind of catch up, like, bring people up to date on like where you're at right um let's kind of start with i think the last time yeah you were on with the crew but the last time you were on before that it was i think it was just the bubblings of the crew yeah. like it was barely kind of starting right. um you guys had the idea and you guys were starting to run with it but since then it's become like such a force um wh- i mean what has been your experience with it it's been crazy man i mean even just going from like an individual artist working because i mean at that time i was working with eotr mm-hmm. really heavily like as far as um, studio work studio work songs, as collabs yeah. you know mm-hmm. writing with certain people of the crew doing shows we always all were on the same roster of a bill like no matter what show we were at right 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 so um in december of that year i actually got my key to the studio and it was cool i i you know, got integrated because I had been in a group before a very long time ago and it just didn't work out. And I was like the only girl. And I mean, Kid and I are the only girl or woman in the in this particular group. But I feel like East of the River is the perfect example of multiple artists. I mean, obviously, like we all have different mindsets. We all have different upbringings. We all right, have, right, right. Different sounds. Different sounds, yeah. different, you know we have personalities that clash like any other family and you know we always we don't always agree on everything but you know luckily we have mezcal and luckily max and i mean even i sometimes feel like myself like we've been all doing this for a really long time so it's not it would be different if like half of us were total like spring chicken to this shit and then half of us were like experienced vets but luckily like everybody primarily in the group knows what the fuck they're doing and if we don't we have each other and i mean this group has definitely pushed me to want to not only be like a solid group artist, but like an even better individual artist. Yeah. Because everybody in my crew is dope, yeah. <laughs> you know, and like there's no room to like slack off or like, you know, not put in any work. And yeah, because it almost magnifies it now if you're slacking. Right. Everyone's working and, such you know, a high level. And like, honestly, like, unfortunately, I think that's one of the things that has kind of been a negative thing in the back of my mind because mm. sometimes like it causes this unnecessary self-doubt and unnecessary anxiety. hesitation yeah. and anxiety like well fuck like they're doing good but one thing that i've learned to not do is compare myself to other artists mm. um, whether they're in my crew or fucking bell or yoshi or you know all these other dope popping you know chingonas who yeah. are in my age range who are in my sound range who i do shows really heavily with like you know if i took the time to just concentrate on what they were doing that I would eat it would like be like a total like mental suicide you know right. like it would, I don't know if it would be worth it it wouldn't you know not I mean? at all because no matter what goes on like I'm dope in my own way and I'm gonna conquer things in my own lane for like none of us are none of us two are gonna have the same accomplishments right but I think that's the conflict of our group 
because we share a lot of the same accolades, you know? Right, we, right. Because east of the river gets, like, the accolades. Right. Right, right, right. Yeah. You know, so it's one of those conflicting things where hmm. you have to, like, take it in as a solo artist sometimes. And sometimes you, some people don't like to share, you know? Some people don't want to share the success. And some people are like, nah, I put in this extra work. But... Luckily, within our crew, you know, we spread everything very evenly. Yeah. We all put in enough work so that. And I mean, the attention's justified. Right. right. And like, I mean, and I think it's kind of cool, like, that we have like different seasons for us. Like, it's Mezcal season, and then it's Max season, and then it's third person season, and then it's Day season, and then it's Kiddo season, you know? Yeah. So we constantly have like this, this, this different wave of music coming all the time and okay let, let me, let's dig into that a little bit because i think people are definitely curious about that right mm -hmm. like what what at least from your guys experience and i know it's like all of it's a we're always a work in progress but right. like so far what have you guys did like how do you determine the beginning well, like the beginning of a season is usually a drop of something right, right. and then how do you know when the, that starts to taper off is well, that like a thing like a discussion that happens mm -hmm. in the group like hey guys it's kind of slowing down or yeah. yeah i think well we also have like a chat it sounds so lame but we have like a group chat that uh -huh. we hit up all day every day and like also too like i mean it's proper planning mm -hmm. at the beginning of the year we all got together and was like okay who has four i mean if you don't have your shit planned at least the year prior then you're not gonna get it done you yeah, know yeah. so this is that's something that i've learned too over time like a fucking project ain't gonna happen in four months mm -hmm. you know like you gotta do it at least a year prior and like even now like with my project now i'm like holy shit i'm kind of slacking on what i need to do but like i i i feel that with us like because we've been able to plan it at the beginning of the year it a holds everybody accountable to what they're supposed to do yeah b keeps you on track and c gives everybody the right amount of shine that they need because yeah, i yeah. mean that's another thing that's really tough about groups is like there's usually a star in the group, you know, right. a which isn't determined by you guys. Usually it's determined by. Yeah, the exactly. Right. Whoever you and like even when we got picked for paid dues, like not all of us in EOTR were supposed to be on that lineup. Yeah. You know, we asked Merz, who do you think is going to be EOTR? And he said, kiddo, Max, Mescal and Hollow. Yeah. You know, so it's it's some people don't didn't even know about tech or don't sleep or kiddo like you know like everybody has different and like some of us know some people know us by certain people like are introduced to us or introduced right. to the group by certain people like some people will hear about me or come to one of my shows and then i'll tell them i'm from east of the river right. and, then, and then they'll dive into the group and be like oh shit i like this person this person this person so um but i mean as far as like us being able to like weave in this sense of like equality throughout mm -hmm. the group i mean it happens for the most part sometimes i just think whoever's putting in work should get the shine too you know right if you ain't putting in the work then why the, why do you need all the excess shine who's the what? who's the freshest member like the newest um or who's who's been in the least long uh, amount of time i think Kilatech and soul okay. providers and soul providers okay yeah so i mean since it, but, but even with that, no, honestly, I think it's just soul providers. Yeah. Because we've all kind of known each other and have been hanging around each other since like 2012. Yeah, yeah. And then Kiddo. Kiddo and soul providers right. and myself are honestly kind of the newer the newer people to the squad, if yeah. you will. How, how have you seen like, 
Like, has do you feel like it's changed? Yeah, do you feel like it's changed your sound or your approach artistically being part of a yeah. larger collective? Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Like, there's no room to have anything that's like mediocre mm -hmm. or whack or just a fill in. Like, yeah. I don't even, and I don't want, because I don't want to see my crew doing that shit like that either. Like, yeah. what's the point, you know? And it's definitely more so like us being able to call each other out, like, yo, that's a dumb idea. Or like, you know, like, why are you wearing that? Or why haven't you put out a song? Yeah. You know, like, I get it a lot. I haven't put out music in a minute, you know? Yeah. Like, I haven't, but I'm in the studio a lot. You know, I'm constantly working, doing things. And I mean, how is that affected though, right? Because I would think, I mean, I know, I partly because I know from my own experiences, but I also know like in groups, like one of the logical things that will happen is the conflict will normally just happen around like how you create, right? right? Like, cause fundamentally people are different. Some people need to be alone. Some people like to be in a group and some people like to like party in this, you know right. what I mean? Like they there's a ton to of things. a whole bunch of drugs and shit. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> how do you like, how do you, stop from losing that like your own your right. own way of recording right. or doing stuff and how do you like also like find a way to include them i think that sometimes you need like i'm not gonna lie like i don't always record at eotr studios mm -hmm. anymore like before i did and i made it a priority to record there and would be like yo i need an engineer i'm kicking you out this day because i need to record you know so mm -hmm. but now i'm just kind of like there are other engineers, there are other places, there are other things that doesn't necessarily mean that that's going to take away from me and my crew. Yeah. But like, sometimes you need to not work with your homies and you need right, to right, not right. work with people who are going to just tell you yes. Or, yeah. I mean, my crew don't do that anyways, but like, sometimes you just need to work with people who are not your friends. And sometimes right. you need to like, to see break what outside the out. box. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so, um, but I mean, as far as like the, the process, like, for me, like, I've always had this habit of listening to the song until I get sick of it. Yeah. Um, you know, really trying to throw myself in a room. I think with us right now, it's more so, like, having to push each other to stay dedicated. Because you can be motivated all day. You know, you can be motivated. Well, unpack that a little bit. Because what is Because I would think that people, right, people listening to this podcast and, and people who know a little bit about your history... And obviously, you know, I'm asking for the sake of the conversation. Right. It's they probably think you have it way easier than you do, right? Like they assume because because yeah. when they put the math together, they're like, well, how would she be able to pull this off? Right. If she wasn't just doing this full time all the time and she didn't have like, you know, she probably doesn't work. She probably just stays in. There's people who just assume that. Right. Oh, most F. Right. So like. How do you feel like you've been able to, like, manage that part, you know? Um, well, I tried the whole starving artist bit yeah, for yeah, a little yeah. bit, and it just did not work out. Yeah. It was too hard for me at the time, and, like, I just dove into something with no actual plan. And I think now, like, I think that it's not so much diving into your artistry and trying to become a artist in the sense where you completely cut everything off and that's all you focus mm -hmm. on. I think it's a gradual process in which you be you dive in so much to your music 
that it becomes so good that the listener can't deny how yeah. good it is. And then that and dominates then that your time. Will, that will yeah. then allow you to bring successes, whether, whether it be monetary-wise yeah. or doing badass shows in Europe or whatever the case yeah. may be. It'll, like, you can't, it doesn't not happen. If Are you, you successful? I feel so, yeah. yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I feel that because of my quality of music, I only have two albums out. One of them's an EP. Right. And I feel like I get more shows than people who drop singles every week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and I'm able to, but I do feel like I can be doing more. And that's one of the things that we're able to motivate each other with is the fact that are you doing enough? Are you doing too little? Are you not doing enough? Are you focused way too much on work and not enough on music? And if that's the case, do you need to reevaluate what you're doing with yourself? Because we're getting older. I'm getting older. I'm not gonna look this cute forever. Like I can't rely on my looks forever, you know. Like I, I, I gotta make shit happen in the time that I have, and that's one of the things that the group constantly reinforces is that I have to hurry up. Not hurry up, but I have to continue and keep a on sense creating. Of urgency. Yes, yeah. there needs to be a total sense of urgency mm. because what's happening now is gonna affect what happens next year. Right, right, right. So if no music is being put out and yeah, there's you know, no reason to go to Europe. Yeah, there's no there's reason, no reason to, like, to do all yeah, those things. Yeah. I mean, I went yeah. and I gained so much knowledge. I gained so many opportunities. Mm-hmm. Even like that's what I'm saying because of the quality of my music. Yeah, people were floored. Yeah, and the fact that I'm brown, I'm a woman, oh, yeah. I'm from East LA. You know, I'm a second generation Mexican. Like there are so many people who were blown away at the fact that I was in Rotterdam, one of the smallest countries or smallest right. parts of the Netherlands. Right. For a hip hop convention. Right, right, right. right. You know what like I'm saying? Like your music actually brought you exactly. into that situation. And that's something I always told you that I wanted. Right. I want to travel because of music. Mm-hmm. I want to be out of the U.S. And I'm so glad I did because now I can go back. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go back. I'm gonna go be going back in August mm. for Hip Hop Camp, yeah, which is like the biggest right, right, right. hip hop festival.
a coming the age too of like when artists go to Europe, every artist that we know eventually goes through hip hop camp, and that's kind of like mm-hmm. you've done the the European. Is that scene. what Mickey's doing? Uh, Mickey's done. She's yeah, she's gonna do it. Um, but Gavlin's done it. Reverie's done it. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone who's gone. It's kind of the path of. I mean, and it shows that you're putting down enough of a fan base and enough of a desire for people to see you at. You right. know, it's one of the world's right. biggest hip hop events. It's like know? almost thirty thousand people yeah. in certain, oh, wow. certain stages. So, you know, I and like I did an audition out there. I had no time to even <laughs> I was literally running off like two hours of sleep by the time I got to this fucking convention yeah. because of like all the travel time and stuff. So I had I didn't even do any research on who was on the panel. But the guy who Afro who yeah. runs hip hop camp and Fat Philly was there, too. He heard me do lighters and like was floored. And like I was able to catch up to, with him and talk to him one on one. And he was like. You know, we got to get you out here. Like, there's, and then it made me think, like, fuck, I don't have a booking agent. I don't mm. have, like, any of these things. Yeah, and, like, yeah, yeah. then it just made me think, like, well, damn, these are the things that I need to get done so that by the time I come back, I have all these things, right. you know, like, straighten out my narrative and my project, you know, give it an actual aesthetic, give yeah. it a feel. And I feel like if I just do those, add those little things to my recipe, like, it's going to be nonstop, you right. know? And I think one of the things, too, that, holds us back from doing music and it sounds stupid but i just think that we're so scared of our success you know we're so scared it does not sound stupid and like because you've been on this show a bunch of times you know about the crappy awesome magic Mm -hmm. we were just having a conversation in our own lives about that exact thing and and coming to the determination of what you just said and like how many people that like we care about are you know who've been around who've gone on the road for us for a little right. bit right. and then success starts to they can see it and how quickly people will sabotage that in themselves like it's a real thing you know like we weren't talking with Zay about this before like she just brought that up on her own because it's such a prevalent thing in this art world a lot of us lose friends you lose acquaintances just through the the normal journey because it's it filters people it does filters them so and it's brutal and and then like as you get older you meet people who are even weirder and like (laughs) you meet like i don't know i feel like before i used to be so nice and (laughs) i used to be so like just kind of not naive but i wanted i was cool with being everybody's friend right right, you know i was cool with like my fans coming up to me and you thought it was possible it was for sure but um, now that I'm a little older, you know, I'm just definitely trying to study like the business aspect of it. Right. And, but you're right. It is very self-sabotaging and very, very self, self and like all the stress is self-indicted, you know? Yeah, so, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Everything that You bring happens, it upon yourself. Yeah. For sure. And like it becomes hard when you want to have a relationship. It becomes hard when you want to have a job. Mm-hmm. It gets hard when you're trying to stack and save money. And yeah, it gets hard know? when you just try to relate to people that aren't doing what you're doing. Yeah, you know? that that part too. You know, like there are certain people who I've dated before and they're like, I will never date an artist ever again in my life because yeah. it's just way too much. And that's fine. You I know? mean, as an artist, do you blame them much? No, yeah. not at all. It's something you can totally understand. I right? understand yeah. completely. That's why I don't be with an artist either. You don't date <laughs> artists either. <laughs> no, I can't. Fuck that. But, yeah. you know, at the same time, I feel like I've done a good job with balancing my life with music. And I feel like this year it's only going to get better because the music that I'm coming out with is a lot more with a structured sound. And I've been What does doing- that mean? So for like people who don't 
don't do this? Like, what are, what do you mean by like structure? I think that like I used to be like, yeah, you can't put me in a box and take that uh, that take that phrase very heavily. You right, know, like right, you'd right. listen to my albums and especially Botany and be like, damn, this is kind of everywhere. Right. You know, and I don't want there that. wasn't like a, a single underlying aesthetic to all of it. There was, yeah. you know, the yeah. botany floor. Well, you, it, it seemed like you were the aesthetic. I was. It was like, this, this is Zay, but Zay's mind and her world is crazy and right. it's out there. Right. right. Yeah. And then, like, that's what I figured now is what I can do is like have Zay. Mm-hmm. And I'm probably going to change my artist name to again. Yeah, probably. Yeah, why? Just because like pe- people still fuck up my name so hard, and like <laughs> Welcome it really, to the club. and not even just that. I know, right? <laughs> but, like think about it this way: like when you're at new school rules, yeah, and you're meeting yeah. all these professional you people, and they're like, yeah, like, how do you say your name? And I'm just like, you know, like gotta explain it, and it's like it's like one of those things where it's like, fuck, like I don't want to change. Let's talk about that though, right? Because. That shit to me is like so powerful in the statement that because there's a lot of young artists, right, who may not be as experienced as you um, are or have not worked themselves into a place to have the opportunities you have right. who still may hold on to things like names like it's life or death. Yeah. And until you get somebody an a and telling you, how do you say that? Then you feel stupid as fuck and yeah. you're like, wow, I should just do it. Yeah. But I mean, at the same time, like, it's not always about you as an artist. Right. That's the thing. You need to be able to, sh- if you can share, and that's why a lot of artists have a hard time being able to take in any kind of critiques or anything because mm-hmm. they think it's all about them. Right. And it's not because if you're able to share, share your outlet, your voice with people, then you need to be able to share yourself with people, you know? And that's another reason why I want to change my name too, because it's like, I love y'all, but y'all can't say my name. And right, right. We're not even able to connect on that initial Exactly. Thing, yeah. On that initial aspect. Yeah. And like, there isn't much depth, much depth to that name, you know? Yeah. Like, and I feel like I've, I've experienced I all these you. new things and like Zay, like. That has, you very are much a different person. Yeah. And right. I feel like my art, as an artist, you know, yeah. like the sounds I'm coming with are totally different and have like more like i said of a collective feel like when you listen to an alina baraz album mm. the whole thing has a alina baraz right. it's feel. a movie it is yeah and you know i want that like and i'm i can definitely say that that's super inspired by my friends you yeah. know like i listen to la cena like every day i listen to reverie stuff i listen to kiddo and max's stuff yeah. i listen to mescal stuff and that's why they're so good because the narrative is so good. Right. You, you can know? you can take any part of their art and go like, oh, that's the story. Right. Like, and it all kind of makes sense. Right. Right. Yeah, you know, yeah. and, and it makes sense. And that's what I want. I, I, and it gives you a bigger canvas. I it think, does. Right? And, and more I, fun. And I feel like people are able to they're never going to forget those things. Right. You know, right. like. That's why they're so unforgettable because there's like a subconscious connection, to, right? Impossible yeah. to, you know. So I you, oh hold up though, I gotta say this: you do not for any reason not have that. Oh no! Like you definitely fucking have yeah. that. Yeah. Like especially this last project to me, you know, I I did the write up on it for our website and I was like, it really did feel like that. That's what you were doing. Like you're okay. This is this is a who. This is like a. Someone who's grown into this position and she understands now, like, oh, this is like a I'm giving you chat whole chapters now. It's right. not just like like 
because I think there was a part of a lot of young artists when they start, it's almost like a, as if you're reciting your dreams, right? Like it's yeah, like sure. just these these ideas who may, may not have been built on yet because you just haven't lived. Like it's not that's exactly, it's not fucking that's exactly easy, what it is you know? too. Yeah, and well, now I'm, you have like this. I mean, I can you know I can vouch. I've seen the I've seen every step of the way, and you went from a very much person who was. Yeah, uh, more on an amateur level to like a seasoned vet who I've seen, bro, man, I've seen you come into venues now and it doesn't fucking matter what the venue is. It doesn't matter if there's a hundred people, a thousand people, 10 people, one people, you're going to rock a show and you're not really concerned with that part anymore. It doesn't no. seem like, like, you no. know, now like, okay, I'm, I'm fucking yeah. dope. Yeah. Because yeah. we <laughs> wouldn't be having this stage. conversation. Especially yeah. on stage, yeah. man. Yeah. It's your shit. On stage is, like my bread and butter you know some people love to i mean writing and then performing is my favorite shit but even now more so like i've learned how to record myself mm. so like with the whole engineering process like and i'd run the radio board yeah so. i was gonna say okay let me say this i think one of the things that um and i've told him i've told him this many times like one of the things that i really like about miss gal's creative mind right is he not only with your guys help set up a culture of like how to, you know, like how to reinvent, right? Because the, there is a reinvention aesthetic to what you guys are doing, right? It's not like we haven't seen Latino people before in groups, but this is very much an evolved sound. This is redefining that, right? Where it's coming out now and it's like redefining what came before yeah, it, most definitely. right? And so... But he's also he also has built like this aesthetic of like like rap college right. for everybody, right? Right? Like you learned how to run the boards, then you ho you were hosting radio shows, yes. And then all of a sudden, and that each one of those things is so important right. to the bigger thing, right? right? And right. like you've picked up all these other skills, like you've been on tours now, you know, like okay, though that's how booking works, and that's right. how things work. Right. Like, do you see yourself? going into these next couple years, right? Like right. they're obviously, I think we can argue they're pivotal years, right. right? Like these next couple years are really big because of the assumed um like capabilities of you guys. Like right. we everybody who is cheering for you has built-in expectations for what you guys can accomplish because it, it seems like everything's there. Right. What if you were if you were telling somebody from the outside looking in something that they might miss about like the experience of being an artist, right? Especially your fans who, like I said, just saw you come back from Europe and no matter what you say now, right? Like a Zay five years ago could go, I'm struggling. And they'd be like, Oh, I know what she means. Now the struggle is getting a little less of what the average person can understand. Right. Right. I think the struggle now is like, like not putting so much pressure on yourself to make music mm. to the point where it's still fun, you know. And I think that like a lot of the times the shit is not fun, you know. Like <laughs> and it yeah. and it sucks. It sucks because I think that's why people will put out songs and there's really no love behind it. Like you can tell. Yeah. And I'm not even gonna name names, but there are artists, big artists, right. quote unquote, bigger artists in our circle who put out a joint every week. And it's like, this sounds exactly like what you put out last yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just and like a, a machine now. Give me a quick second. My work phone blowing up. One sec. Yeah. Hold on. We'll be right back on the Crappy Awesome Podcast. You need yeah. <laughs> like 400 million? 
Take that. 100 million. No, million. Um, so in regard to that, yeah, it's get gets to a point where it's not fun. Yeah. And it's like, what the fuck? Right. Like, I've just invested. This thing that you love, this thing that brought you through all these things, yeah. somehow by paying attention to the judgment of other people, mm-hmm. we've allowed it to, like, put a cloud over this thing that you love. I don't even think it's the judgment from other people. I think it's more so, like, having to keep up with the times. Mm. And, like, Whoa. you know, like... I don't want to sound like I'm that old school artist, but you know, you can't use SoundCloud. You can't do yeah. even with CDs anymore. You know, you need yeah. to have like it's a, a USB game. and like, and like not even with just that, but like you got to worry about your streams. You got to worry about, you know, like your distribution. You yeah. have to have like PR, your rollout has to be dope now. Like, and that's the thing, like having to have a year in advance planning and stuff. It's yeah. like, well, fuck. Like you have to constantly be creating, even if you're not on a label and you don't have a contract. Yeah, even more so. You yeah, have to constant, so. right. constantly, constantly find the will to want to create. Yeah. And I and with it being fun and you loving it. What kills that will for you? The fact that I have to pay rent too and yeah. I have to have a regular job, right. you know, like mm. the fact that I and my job isn't even regular, you know. I mean, the last time I was on the crappy, crappy awesome. I was working at a shop, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, working super long. Only bud tenders understand the struggle of other bud tenders. And, I mean, security Speak guards, up. too. Nurses know, like, when you're working fucking 15 hours a day. On your you know, feet. it's not normal. Yeah. Like, it's not. But, like, also at the same time, like, it creates, like, a thickness in my skin that a lot of people don't have, you know? Yeah, And yeah. And the fact that I'm able to, like. Because if you could take that. You for sure oh, could shit. take 15 hours Man. in the studio. Yeah. yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like, And even when I worked at a 9 to 5, they'd be yeah. like, you want to work overtime? And I'd be like, well, duh, you know? Working seven hours, that ain't shit. Yeah. If it's not natural, then it's not meant to be. Not meant to be. Just let it be. Sorry, yeah, I, I, I'm on the job still. I just had to take a little break. Yeah, and that was, there's one, right? There's an answer. Uh, that's something Sweet. that your fans might not know. Yes, so I work at a shop and I have been a lead shop, whatever, quote unquote, manager thing for <laughs> two years now. And, and it's been really fun, but 
it's not something that I can see doing forever. And yeah. I mean, even like within the music too, like I eventually want to like help teach music. Yeah. I want to, or not like, I eventually see my own East of the River. Right. You of know, course. I see my own. As you platform. all should. Yeah. Right. That's exactly what I feel should be happening with all of us. Like, yeah. We should have that idea in mind. Like, I want you to think of me, but also think of my brand. Right. And it's just a whole nother branch. Yes, exactly. Tree, yeah. Exactly. And I want, I'm going super heavy with the Green Girl movement. Yeah. You know? Talk about that a little bit. Let people know what's up. So with Green Girl is a campaign in order to help promote and enforce a like plastic free lifestyle. Yeah. Um, you know, there's so much shit going on in the world, but one of the things I feel is the the most dire because if we don't attend to it, then we will literally have no earth and all these other problems will just succeed with it. <laughs> um, you know, is you know, the climate change. The clim- and, yeah. It's not even climate change. Now it's like a climate disaster. Right, right, right. It's right. literally a catastrophic, disastrous event going on that is only getting worse as the days go by. Like it's not even so much they say we have like 12 years before like half of our more than I think it's like 90 percent of our wildlife is going to be gone. Right. They said uh, I just watched it yesterday. CNN, the latest prediction is 2050 mm-hmm. where we'll 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 for sure hit critical points around the world where most places that were commonly livable will not even be livable. Anymore. Yes, exactly. By 2050. Yeah, that's like that's right around the corner. That's yeah. like not even like. A hop, skip, and a jump away, you yeah. know? So I think that people are in this mindset right now where they feel like things are just going to happen for them. And, like, mm. if they repost something or, if, you know, <laughs> if they go on an Instagram rant. And, like, yeah. I don't want to be a part of a generation that lo- allows that shit to happen. So, like, the Green Girl Movement is pretty much anti-plastic, you know, l- the least amount of rubble and bullshit that you can, you know, have being you know pro recycling yeah pro reusing pro upselling pro how did upcycling. the how did the connection come across um well i mean i studied environmental science yeah. when i was in college and it's something that's always stuck with me it's something that i eventually am going back into um and i just feel like even with going vegan and you know becoming someone who eats less meat are you vegan yes 100 percent uh, I say like it, there's a, like there's a difference. I mean, right. there um, are times like in Europe I couldn't. Be, yeah. You know, like it was almost impossible. Right, 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 right. For right. a certain amount of time. Um, Wait, can I ask how do how do if I'm how do I get down with Green Girl? Are there hashtags? How do I be a supporter? So pretty much, Green Girl is supposed to be launching um, at the peak of summer, which is June 21st. Mm. Um, it's supposed to be like the hottest summer in it records. Is. Yeah, I just heard so, that today too. Um, you know, we're going to have, like, water bottle drives and pretty much do, like, water bottle drives around, like, parks and things like that because it's going to be stupid hot. Yeah. Um, I have a... I've been working with the LBCA, which is the Long Beach City um, Collective Association yeah. um, through Stephen Jay, and they actually have beach cleanups every second Sunday of the month. So I'm going to be doing a Green Girl launch with them as well where you pretty much help... Um, clean up the beach and then you get like a free joint. So green, that's awesome. Yeah. That so green dope. girl in the sense where like you eat green, you smoke green, yeah. and you live green. You know, and every day is Earth Twin. Every day is Earth Day. And, and is it is just hashtag? Um. Yeah. Just green girl. Yeah. Um, I mean, once the everything drops, I'm gonna have an Instagram for it. There's gotcha. a website for it from a different era.com. 
Um, I have uh, reusable tote bags coming out. Sick. And they're made out of 100% recycled cotton. Um, my postcards are 100% recycled paper. Yeah. Um, so they're like biodegradable and shit. If you That's throw them awesome, out, if yeah. you wet them, then they'll like become biodegradable. It's pretty cool. So, um, and then I have shirts. Um, my project is going to have one Green Girl song, but the Green Girl movement, I, I'm probably not going to release until the next two years. Mm -hmm. Just because I want to see where this goes with it. I want to see if we can extend it into something with marine life. I oh, want to wow. see if we can um, extend it to something with helping with like deforestation. Obviously, you know, I'm pretty heavy with the whole anti-gentrification movement and things yeah. like that. But I'm just kind of over like all of the politics within it. And I obviously will still help out with it and will still fight for my people and we'll still talk about it through my platform. But I just kind of feel like at this point, like... If you're not doing something positive to help out with it, then why fucking talk right, about it? You know, and right. I feel like that's what a lot of it is. It is like with especially within Boyle Heights, there's so many people who just talk shit online, and there's not enough people doing shit actively. And so, and then like another thing with Green Girl that I want to do is like during the summer, like potentially having a like a recreation day, yeah, for kids. So like for all the inner city kids, to be able to come out to a park and enjoy like chilling outside That's and not dope. and not like being inside with the ac on and like right. you know trying to make it fun and then also doing like a prom drive so for people to do like an upcycling thing because with that you can reuse that's really the clothes so yeah prom season there's a lot of people who don't have money yeah who don't have the the or whose parents don't have the extra money to spend on prom shit yeah. you know and that shit's expensive it absolutely so i'm thinking is. of doing a prom drive and it's also a really good thing because there's so much so much that goes into a prom outfit and like it's so much money so much clothing all the packaging all that shit for a one-time done deal you know yeah. so it's a it's it's something that i'm really trying to get popping this That's year dope. especially with i'm trying to think of all the ways where we could process upcycling where we can process you know recycling yeah let us know how we can help for thank sure you. we'd thank love you, to help you. with that and then obviously like I also want to dive into the green girl in the sense where, like, it involving weed. Yeah. You know, possibly dropping, like, a... A strain? A strain. Nice. I, I think you're overdue. I was thinking about that the other day, actually. Yeah, like, everybody tells overdue. me that. Everybody tells me that. I need a strain to smoke to your record. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, the, the perfect, like, where you're like, this is... Like, the wine you eat, yeah, yeah, yeah. you drink with a certain food. Would yeah. you the weed? Would yours be an indica or, or yeah? What are, what are you? It's a hybrid. It's You're like, a hybrid. Like Green Girl Gorilla Glue, you know. Like. Oh, that, like that right there. Yeah, the four Gs. Have you always been hybrid, girl? Yes. Yeah, you just like right down the. Middle. I just don't like. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't like heavy indicas because then I don't get shit done, and I'm like the. Uh, like, was day. just talking about that yesterday. And then like sativas get make me feel like I'm on crack. Yeah. And like I don't do good with. Anxiety. I like get mad anxiety attacks yeah. and yeah. like super paranoia and then like my thoughts from my mind and i'm like oh my god i'm gonna be 27 i'm gonna die in like a certain amount of years i'm not gonna live forever you know like all those crazy fucking ideas start popping in my mind but i will say when i'm with my homegirls like with irene and with kiddo yeah and we're you know hanging out we're doing our music thing together yeah. we will definitely smoke sativa because if we're all slumped together then we'll all just nap 
Like, it's, ah, you know, like, we'll that's just, a good technique. Yeah, honestly, with my girls. Wait, what's going on with that? Because I've just heard Ooh, about yeah. inklings about that. Shout out to yeah. Sister Irie. Shout She's out to a my friend girls. of the show. Shout out to Kiddo. Mm-hmm. We're actually interviewing her next, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, um, so talk to talk to us about that. So what's going Kiddo on? and Irie and myself have come together to form Bruja's Brew. And it is a collective in which, you know, we're obviously all pretty much for the a large extent Afro-Latina. Yeah. You know, um, it's something that has almost been like engraved into our family line. Mm -hmm. Um, Because we talk about our experiences, you know, with dealing with black magic, white magic, and not even in the sense... In your all families individually? Individually. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, Like, Kiddo's grandma has, you know, some... She was just telling us how she's been growing kombucha for like a long time and you know, you know how the fermentation goes and... You know, we just like have like, and then like the craziest, like our energy together is just crazy. Cause wow. I feel like there are a lot of female rappers or just chicks who, you know, have to like, I, I sound like a bitch saying this, but like, <laughs> I don't fuck with a lot of these girls, you yeah. know, I don't, I don't fuck with a lot of them. And I just, I'm not cool with being nice to everybody anymore. Like, and just like being nice for the sake of the fact that you're another chick. Like, I'm sorry. Like if your music sucks, your music sucks yeah. and like i've been that person where like well she should support me because we're both girls but at the same time i'm like now that i'm older i'm like you know what it should be organic no matter what and if you don't support me then you just don't right 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 and if i don't fuck and if it's i don't vibe, necessary yeah and if right. i don't vibe with your music then why am i gonna force myself to like it yeah you know so i feel like nowadays there's this facade with a lot of chicks and like you it, when you really dig down into our scene you would be very surprised by the female chick rappers who don't actually get along with each other <laughs> and or uh, maybe you wouldn't <laughs> <laughs> i mean i don't know yeah, i was yeah. very shocked yeah um but you know i i just feel like with my homegirls man we're like sisters and irie's like my my sister mom man she actually has the same birthday as my mom what's gonna happen with it like what is we have a we have a project. It's coming we're, we're out. Cooking up. Um, we've been rec- we've pretty much kind of been self recording it at the studio. Now that now that That's I awesome. know, trying to talk, trying to teach Kiddo and Irene how to do it. Yeah. And um, we've been also recording with Professor Galactico, who works oh, with wow. the Paranoias. Yeah. And um, yeah, man. Wow. So what is this? What's cool is like it's like incantation. Yeah. You know, it's very very manifested ma- blessing and manifesting manifestation based you know we've actually like gone to the beach together and done some mushrooms yeah, yeah, yeah. and you know been under the moonlight and and you're gonna try candle. to just interpret this into yeah and you know i feel awesome. like i feel like we are what a time and, like, for a project and, like right? we all have like crazy hair like you know we all, <laughs> we all look super indigenous and like you know i just think that I think it's sick because it's like a like a like a chingona warrior movie, yeah, yeah, you know. Because yeah. Iris, Iris used to get down with the Pachamama collective. Yeah, and, you know she's been in the game. for Tell years. people a little bit about that who might not know in the area. Um, Pachamama, a- I believe, was a rap and like graph collective mm-hmm. back in the day. And hardcore, hardcore, and they yeah. were a lot of chingonas. 
Um, I mean, that shit branches out. To a lot fucking, of social leaders, a lot of people who got yes, out Yes, very, very political activists, yeah. you know, um, very anti-gentrification. Anti- and they were about that life. Yeah. And <laughs> almost in the sense, almost even in the sense where very anti-capitalist, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, they even branch out from Cuba, Argentina, yeah. Colombia, El Salvador, Mexico. They're all over, like, South America. Yeah. Um, so and, she brings that kind of, like. That revolutionary aesthetic Most to it. Most definitely. Right? Yeah. And like I said, you know, like she's she's like my mom. Like her and my mom have the same birthday and it trips me out because her and my mom are like the same size. But like Irie is like kind of like the mom I never had. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, I've talked about it, my relationship with my mom on the show multiple times. Mm-hmm. And like it's never been cool. And now that I am getting older, it is definitely, you know, kind of becoming more of a thing. Mm-hmm. But like Irie just like fucking puts me on to so much wisdom it's stupid like and i'm so blessed to have her and kiddo in my life because kiddo's younger than me and kiddo actually i met kiddo the same day that she met muds because it was for my my it was for my video shoot for tuxedo mask yeah and kiddo was the only girl or the only chick who was down to come to the video shoot i posted about it on 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 facebook oh, wow i didn't know and that. kiddo was the only person that came through so kiddo's in that music video and after that like we just hit it off right away and it was so it was so like natural and kiddo was actually really good friends with my sister before she met me so then oh, we wow. all yeah dude they're like really good they were really good friends before i met them or met her and so like now like as we become like young women or like as we are going into yeah. this adult world I feel like we're really lucky to have Irie because people, A, don't, un- I'm not going to say how old she is, but people are really surprised when they find out how old she is, you know? Yeah. And it's just like, she just has so much wisdom and she really, really is like a guiding force with us. And so she is also like that voice of reason that always tells us like, fuck the streams, fuck the fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. SoundCloud, Spotify bullshit. Like, we got to make something that's top-notch, next-level, yeah. never-been-done type shit. Yeah. And it's cool because it's, like, Bruja Trap, you know? But it's also, like, we got the Boom Bap. You know, we're going to have, like, some features from some pretty big yeah. artists, And she's too. got, like, a world music sound to her, too. Yeah, yeah. she has the Myri vibes, you yeah. know? And, like, it was crazy because when we were in fucking... When we were in the Rotterdam, we met this dope-ass chick named Asia one Yeah. And she, like... Is sick. She's like the first female rapper from Singapore. Oh wow! Her videographer is the first female beatboxer from Singapore, mm. and uh, she's like ghostwritten for RZA. She's worked with Dre. She wow. she's done all these huge things, and she reminded me wow. so much of Irie. And she has this vegan jerk sauce called Suka Suka sauce, and it's anytime anywhere sauce. <laughs> what? Do you know what she just said right there, though? Yeah. Somebody ghost wrote for whoa, RZA? whoa. I'm sorry. I mean. If you look at his records, it's there. Yeah, it's not yeah. the first song, and she's not the only person that has ghostwritten for him. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Dropping so him jewels. She is ridiculous. She's worked with Dre. She's ghostwritten for a lot of big artists that yeah. I had no idea even had ghostwriters. Um, but she reminded me so much of Irie, and I was like, damn, like I'm so fortunate to know somebody who knows the ropes, yeah, you know, who has been a bloatian for years, yeah, you know, who is just able to shed so much light on my life, and like even like, but even in the homegirl aspect, you know, we can go out and paint, we can go out and do all these things yeah. together, and like, 
we can go shop. Like, you know, and we're all, and like, she's, she's. I've always thought she's like a little, she's magic. She is. She's kind of like a magic. She is. Yeah. And like, what's dope is like, you know, she got me this job. You oh, know? wow. Yeah. And we used to trim, she got me into the trimming world and like, she's my trap bruja mama. You know? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's amazing. Like, and it's like, she's the perfect. I feel like she's the epitome of a Libra because she is like all the balance yeah. in the world. You know, she and like she teaches that in me and like she teaches me patience and all like, you know, she'll give me those regards that I'm because she is a mom as well. Yeah. You know, so she gives me those regards as a mother where it's like chill. Yeah. You know, hold on. Like, I understand you want to get all this shit done, but make sure to take care of you. And yeah. do, and like, like even with today, like I was like, fuck, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, I need an intern or somebody to help me out because I'm booking all these things and like all these things are happening. And she was like, nah, you need to figure something out and do this interview. And I was like, fuck, you're right. And so I asked and I was like, fuck, you're right. I did it. You know, That's like, awesome. so I'm really excited for the project. Like the beats are pretty primarily Python P yeah. from Pack Music. And we did a teaser show at the boulevard and i guess we made a lot of noise because now we're fucking rocking at um golden road brewery oh, in wow. the summertime we're gonna so wait are we gonna get a project or music from that project yeah we, like when like this year yeah okay yeah the project's okay. gonna be done because you know people end. just heard that shit and they're like be, what the fuck project's gonna uh. be done by the end of the year okay so but i mean we're gonna have singles but you're gonna already start performing it yeah yeah we're wow. gonna, we already have singles um we're trying to create a all chingona based team yeah so as far as as far as videography from top to bottom top to That's bottom dope. you know like we're thinking of encrypt um oh, i always forget her name it's mrs z nicole on instagram marissa that's her real uh -huh. name she works with like locally grown collective yeah. and then red heart media who's worked with a lot of our homies and then like i'm trying to Get something cooking with Elixir, you know, to try. Dope. But I mean, as far as like the 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 producers, it's Rockham, Python P, Lex. Yeah. And uh, I'm really excited for it. I'm just because it's a it's a totally different sound from what I'm doing. Yeah. You know, in my project that's coming out, it's hardly any rap. Right, 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 it's, right. It's mostly all singing. Yeah. It's a lot slower. It's very soulful. Definitely very soulful, very sultry, more of a feeling as opposed to you. I mean, my lyrics are going to yeah. be there, but I feel like before I was so concentrated on trying to make sure everything sounded like it made sense and like made, ser made sure that like my raps were like extra out there. And now it's just like, nah, make it simplify it, tone it down, you know. Yeah, refine it. Refine it and yeah. make sure that it makes sense. Yeah. You know, make sure that like the reader... Um, like the listener leaves with like, oh, okay, I, I, I get it. I get it. Yeah, you know, and not like, like more confused. More, not, not even more confused, <laughs> but like that was dope. I just don't know what happened. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like which is I, very common. Yeah, yeah. I feel like with a lot common. of my music, that's how it is. Where it's like, damn, that was sick, but what's the underlying message? Yeah, you know? like yeah. what's what do you take away from all this? And it just seems way more. It seems like you're just more purposeful. Yeah. Keep yeah. it to yourself. If it's negative, I'll be only
When I think about it, like, I think before, like, again, like, with the selfishness of it, like, before I was making music for myself, and now, like, I'm still making music for myself, but I understand that there's, like, a legacy being left behind, you know? Right, like, right. People are going to look back and be like, damn, this was going on in 2019, yeah. you know? Like, this is how it really was, because right. it shouldn't be like this. Yeah. And I think that if we capitalize it and allow people to understand what's really going on through the music, I feel like music is going to be the only thing that helps us with a revolution right now. Yeah. Yeah. And because it always has, though, right? That's been the fuel. Yeah. Most Anytime definitely. we've needed like that revolution to tip, we music has always been the thing. And I feel like because I feel like yeah. because because yeah. people don't know any other way. Right. People like it's like our internal like that thing that's just bred into right. all of us. And yeah. it's almost like in this even in the sense where it's like, well fuck, there's so much stuff going on now. Like how do you even dive into hmm. trying to fix anything? Mm -hmm. right. How do you even yeah. how, where do you like start? do I matter? Like do I yeah. matter if I do Is yeah. my voice really gonna affect well yeah, if you use your platform yeah. and I think I tweeted it some because there are so many people online who are like, Social media doesn't do shit, like people like are just online activists, which, which to a large extent is true. But at the same time, if you would actually, as opposed to being somebody who's like, man, this sucks. If you actually used these tools for what, for like positive potential. If you just used the, uh, every time you wrote something negative, if you could just flip that into something positive, imagine how much shit that would be. Right. right? Just in general on social media. If you just, even if you just took half your post and, go like i'm gonna switch these to positive right it would be a tremendous amount because but, that's how much is mostly going out on social media that's negatively vibe right the less like, cats would be there because it'd be less interesting yeah, to yeah. Watch. and that's what like, it would be the 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 horror is how low the depravity of people's comments are in a way yeah so like social media in a weird way it, i don't know if it can be positive right yeah, I, I, I think social media is like one of the worst things that could have happened to us because it creates this like I think there's even like new conditions now like mm -hmm. mental conditions oh for sure you know like for sure where there's that like, serotonin one right where the the constant OCD of checking the phone yeah is constantly injecting serotonin I do it. into you I do it sometimes yeah. I'll look at my phone hop on Instagram and then put my phone down and then like yeah. do it again and I'm like oh my god I yeah, literally was like just did seconds. this yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think that, like, now, especially because there's a whole generation that was born with a phone in their hand. Yeah. Um, I don't see it going anywhere upward unless we, our generation, yeah. twist it around so that it's not a fucking... And I posted about it the other day. Like, it's a fucking online beauty pageant all the time. All right. And right. it sets this unrealistic, you know, mindset in people. That everything that's just not attainable. It's in not. Real life. It's right. not. It's not attainable. It yeah, it's not. Through filters. It's not a. Yeah. You don't walk around with a filter. You no. Yeah. No. And like even like, but even not just that. Like the people who are killing it in mm. the social media game, you know, the people who right. like those are people's like newfound heroes. Heroes. Yeah. You know, with everything that they do, and I mean, some of them are cool, but a lot of the times, like you know, there are a lot of them are 
Kardashians or Jenners yeah. and things like that. And they're like all that. acting like all, this is authentic. But yeah. they're not. They're staged. Yeah. Yeah. From acting. top to bottom. Mm-hmm. But everyone acts and behaves as if it's natural, even though we know it's staged. Yeah. yeah. That's like weird it's, layers of lies. It's a weird layer of insanity that it is. the human yeah. existence is. Yeah. Oof. It's just, there is a level of insanity to our existence because we allow very non-logical things to just exist all the time. Right. And if it exists at a big enough number, we'll just accept it. Right. Completely. Right. Like yeah. voting. Like the voting system sucks. It doesn't, that's not, it shouldn't work like that. No, it of should, course. It should just be your vote. Yeah. That's, that's what it should be. Yeah. But it doesn't make any sense. Oh, yeah. And we're all just like, yeah, we'll get to it. And even being yeah. like in right. Europe, like, I'm not even going to lie. And I'll say it on here because I'm really trying to make it happen. But in the next five years, I might not even be in the States. Say and that. I'm yeah. trying to get out of here. And I feel like because of the, just even with this trip, you know, so much has happened from it to the point where it's like, it makes me so depressed to be here. Right. And right. Yeah. Like. I lost so much weight out there, like, not even just from, like, walking around, but, like, the food is natural. J-Mills were banned out there. Yeah, yeah. I didn't feel bad not eating vegan right, out there right, right, because right. it was like, well, everything is done pretty naturally out here. Yeah. And everything is, tastes what, like it should. What did you just say was banned? GMOs. Oh, pro- GMOs. Processed yeah. foods and GMOs have been banned in Europe for, like, 10 years. Whoa. Yeah. And we are out here just... Killing people every day. Off that's of that what, that's shit. what I mean. Like the that level. Like that's not something you can't just like look up. No, right. right? It's not you something that hasn't been that. on the news. Like you it's been on that. the news. But like, you gotta you, know? you gotta want to be able to right. leave this place. Well, to you do know, that. Americans. We that's I mean, occasionally saying. feel like it's all TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you watch the news, like you watch real world. It's the of same course. shit. And like everybody yeah. in Europe has a certain image of Americans of now course. because of TV. Oh. And, and our president. I'm sure Exactly. Everywhere yeah. I went. Does everybody feel sorry for you guys when you were out there? Were they like, oh. No, everybody was like. What? The first, one of the first things I was asked all the time was if I voted for Trump or if no, I like Trump. Yeah. Like, and I think they like to get the reaction oh, out I of bet. people because I like. I I had, a, we had an Uber to the, to the airport when leaving Paris and some guy was like. Four stars for you and one star for Trump. And we were wow, like... Wow, he still, he still had to get it in at the end. <laughs> and I was like, in my head, like, what does that mean? But yeah, I was like, damn. I, I kind of think that there, there's a large part of the world that is just confused by how we could have let that happen. Um, Up until that point, yeah, right? I Up think, until that point, they were like, oh, I oh, think, now they know, like, we don't really have our shit I think together. everybody mm, was like, you know? aha, you know, that's such a joke. That's so funny. And yeah. then it really happened and people were like... Holy shit. Yeah. You know, and that's yeah. the thing, though. Like, my generation, specifically, from 90 to 90 to 94, mm-hmm. 93, has this stupid mentality where, like, we want to, we say we want to get shit done, but we just don't do it. Like, we're the procrastination generation. generation. Yeah. And I realized this because when I was in high school, I'll never forget, I had a teacher, his name was Mr. Vorwald. And he was my AP English teacher for junior and senior year. And my senior year, he told us, like, why do you guys not give a shit? Yeah. Like, you guys are literally, like, the class that does not care. And it makes no sense to me because the class... I mean, that is the, that is the stereotype, right, of the, that generation. I yeah. mean, you hear people talk about it, like, oh, they All just day. don't care. All day. Yeah. And it's like, I, I don't understand. Like, <laughs> Is there truth to it, you think? 
Yeah, most yeah. deaf. Because yeah. a lot of us don't give a fuck. Yeah. Like, I have friends that... And majority of my friends who are my age, like, don't have kids. Mm-hmm. Don't really, like, have them are married. Right. Like, none of my friends are married, you know? And yeah. it's like... They're not considering that either. No, right? yeah. and I think that, like, people are just in this... Stuck in this, like, drone mode where they're like... Things are going to get fixed. I just don't have time to fix them. Right, right, right. But... that's I got too much shit to do. Yeah, I'm super busy. I yeah. have so much going on. But it's like, nah, my generation doesn't take the time to stop and think about what's really going on. And um, I think that's one of the things that separates me and my crew, too. Yeah. Is we... I feel like there's a lot of crews where, like, there's, like, two people that are ignorant and then everybody gasses them up. Right, 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 and right. And then, like... There's, like, residual members. Yeah. And, like, with us, I feel like everybody has, like... A voice. Yeah, a voice. Right, a presence. A distinct voice. Yeah. And I think that... I don't but, know. like, a voice, too, in that you guys are all pretty open with your opinions on things. Mm-hmm. You you know, you don't really sugarcoat stuff. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I've, you know, I've sat with, you know, almost all the members at this point, And every single member has some critique of how they the crew could be doing things better and that's so important that you can you have the ability to express that because if you don't it's not real true you know like it just isn't real dude Mm -hmm. dude thank you so much man of course and i feel like i feel like one thing that the crew can do better right now is stop treating this like it's all business and remember that we're like a family. Yeah. You know, because... Oh, it's going to make me so emotional. Because I feel like that isn't happening right now. Yeah. We're all so busy. We're all trying to make things work. We're all trying to become... To make things We're all happen. trying to be successful yeah. artists. And like... There's like a large aspect of it where it's not fun. It's not even like so much that it's work. But it's just more so like where it's like, fuck, like... I know what I have to do. I know what yeah. you got to do. And you don't want to lose the magic. Yeah, we don't want to lose that magic. And I might be the only one that feels like that. That just might be me. You well, know, I'll find I out. Yeah, you know. Pass them along. Let them hear this. No. Yeah, I will. No, I mean, honestly, like, yeah. it's, it's it's real. Like, I, I, and I feel like, but when we were in Europe, we were a total family. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then I think coming back made me realize, like, fuck. Like, we, we, do, we should do that all the time. Yeah, right. we don't do that shit when we're out here. Yeah. You know, and like... I think it's easy, you know, it's easy. I think it's a lesson for all people who have, like, a collective of people that they trust in. That if you're not, like, tending to that garden constantly, every day, it is very easy to take it for granted. Right. You know, sure. especially in our day-to-day lives. And then on top of that, times that with you pursuing a career in this crazy industry right mm-hmm. like an industry that is like the wild west right now right. yeah i can see how that could happen it it is it, 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 it probably is super healthy to remind each other every once in a while like yo 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 don't forget we gotta act like family right. we still gotta love each other we still right. have to do this shit. social media makes it where there's always somebody who will take your position yep. at yeah. your job in your family yeah. in yep. your relationship it sucks. that there's always somebody watching they make songs you. about it I'm i'll take you. everything from you bang right bang there's a song about somebody taking everything from you your car your girl 
your guy, Just everything. Break up with your girlfriend. Break up with your boyfriend. That's <laughs> amazing. Because I'm bored. That's genius. It's terrible. It is. It is. And there are so many girls that bump that song like a motherfucker. Like an anthem. But best believe if some bitch tries to steal your boyfriend. Hey, they're mad they were bored about it. <laughs> me too. That's the shit that annoys me. That's another person. I don't know how Ariana Grande gets away with anything because she is like a total facade. Like, I thought this whole time that that bitch was Mexican or some shit oh, because no, of her. Kind of she's just up. like white. Yeah, she was even <laughs> making Spanish songs. She even made Spanish songs. Like, she doesn't yeah. have any Latin in her at all. No, her grandpa's like Greek <laughs> yeah. and her grandma's like hella European or something, or something right? like yeah. European. And I was like, wait. And then, like, just a lot of the shit. Like, it's just like talking about weaves and all this extra shit. Like, girl, stop. Like, Eddie, drop a funk flex bomb on that <laughs> one right there. <laughs> yeah. Like, stop talking about having hair pressed in and like shit like that. Like, it's just, it's just, it's not your place to do it. It's not that it's wrong. Just, it's wrong that you're doing it. I love you know? <laughs> This is my favorite podcast today. <laughs> so far. What? what? We haven't even, it's our first one. That's what I should say. It's my favorite podcast so far. Dude, tell people what, how to get in touch with you, how they should be, what they should be looking if out for. If you want me to be on a feature, pay me money. Yes. <laughs> first and foremost. Things have changed, people. No, seriously. <laughs> that shit's like probably one of the hardest things to have to tell homies nowadays. Is like, look, man, I can't do this shit for free no more. Yeah. Um And uh, yeah, I'm at ZZAY92. Uh, be sure to check out fromadifferentera.com to keep up with all of my feeds and things like that. Um, be sure to tune into EOTR Radio every Friday. Send me music. Boom. And She's on the airwaves. Yes. And that is actually on a website because we keep it a safe space. Because nice. there are definitely immigration reform, yeah. you know, collectives that come in and people who are anti-ICE. Yeah. So, um, yeah, if you would like to go ahead and Follow me on Instagram. Be sure to do that and keep up with the Green Girl Movement. We will be popping this summer because it's going to be the hottest summer ever. And we definitely want to stay alive and active and help out our community. Thank you so much, Zay. Of course. Yo, shout out to East of the River. Shout out to Zay. Guys, if you're listening to this on any of the streaming platforms, go to platformcollection.com right now. You'll catch Zay's links there. You can also type her name into the search and it'll bring up all her music and reviews. So go do that right now thank you so much today yes thank you come guys. back again soon let's not put such a big gap this time yeah yeah for sure let's uh, do this like every six every six months there like you a, go like a, like a dentist appointment exactly <laughs> <laughs> you may now flush the toilet hey Different elevation, catch me dipping to 